What's up, you guys? Welcome back to your favorite podcast and favorite day of the week. It is Sunday, and it is brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. And today, the B stands for banging because I feel like I sound banging. Compared to my past couple of podcasts with you guys, you guys know I've been a little bit sick, going through some nasal shit. I sound like I have a deviated septum. I'm not telling you that I'm 100% recovered, but I am really close to getting there. I just have a little bit of nasally left, but I've had like no runniness, no need to like blow my nose. I This is probably the best day I've felt. Um, which it's funny how it started and we'll get into that in a second. But welcome back to the podcast. If you're um, an OG, if you're new here, welcome to it. We just have fun every Sunday, beginning of the year, new episodes. And today we have a new Tell Me a Secret. This is one of my favorite segments. It's a mindless segment for me. I get to read off your guys' stories, react to them. We get to laugh. We get to cry. I don't know. I never know what I'm going to get in these. So as much as like, I'm reading them off. I'm reacting with you guys. So like if they're kind of boring, can't help it. I I don't like proofread them before. These are truly like off the cusp. Um, So outside of that, obviously, um, thank you for being here as always. Um, If you can do it, do it. Code DESB. Put it in at checkout. I don't care where you're at. And specifically, if you're on BetterHelp, make sure that you put in code DESB for 10% off your first month. You guys know the drill about BetterHelp. Um, it's my online therapy program that I use. And a lot of you guys have actually used as well. Um, and not only thank you for supporting the podcast and using my code, but also I'm proud of you because it it takes a lot to kind of start a mental health journey and kind of admit to like, you know, needing that therapeutic help, that next step. Um, and that's what better help was for me over a year, a year ago now. Yay. Happy year anniversary to therapy. Um, and it really helped me through postpartum and obviously continues to help me through this pregnancy and in just life. So, um, as always code does be there 10% off your first month. Um, better help. Other than that, um, not a lot cranking today. We actually start six weeks to slay. Our workouts are like officially going weeks one through three. Uh, we have a five day workout split and then we actually get a new split week four, five, and six. So split one is up. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to have something to hit every day of the week. Um, and all my girls alongside me to do it just gives me, me even like as a coach and a trainer, it gives me the accountability to show up and show out. Um, nothing else really. We got new merch coming. Um, we're in the works of it. Um, the new buff bunny collection. Holy shit. I did an unboxing today. Um, it is on my IGTV. So if you're interested in the new Buff Bunny launch, I'm actually really taken back by it. Um, Nancy is the collaborator on it. So it's the first, sorry, Maddox is with me. Um, It's the first like athlete collaboration. The first athlete collaboration that they have. And Nancy just did a great job like executing her vision and her personality really came out in the clothing. So that uh, full unboxing is on my IGTV and I'm going to be wearing it throughout the next week and whatnot. Um, it launches on Saturday, the 15th at 2 PM EST. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Um, I got actually like a really good box too. Sometimes it's like a hit or miss how they create your boxes as like an athlete. Um, cause you could only imagine they kind of just like shove shit in there, like in the, in the most loving way possible. Um, but I, I actually got a really good array of clothes. And so I was, I was actually very grateful. Um, to be able to have what I was able to review to review. Um, 
that's pretty much it. Honestly, make sure you follow Brunch with Desby on Instagram. Um, keep up with me if you're interested in a fit plan, an app plan, working with me one-on-one. All of those um, links are in the, what do I call it? Description box, show notes, bio. That's what I that's what I call it. I think that's kind of it. Nothing else really crazy. Um, I did like, as of now, I did have my maternal fetal medicine appointment. However, I do not have those results in to share yet because like, by when I'm recording this, it's the, it's Wednesday. So like my appointment's still Friday. So sorry, I don't have any up, update there. That's the only reason why. Um, I might be doing like mini sods every here and there, every, every here and there. Okay, take out every. I might be doing mini sods here and there. There we go. Um, so let me know what you guys think about that. Just doing like a little midweek check-in. I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun. Um, it's really not hard for me to do. And sometimes I have like random stuff that I want to talk about um, throughout the week. Like say something crazy happened on a Monday, you know, maybe I want to talk about it on Thursday, right? So maybe we'll do like the sad, the Sunday hangover and like the thirsty Thursday type of energy. I don't know. We'll see. I might make it come to fruition. Honestly, might not. Who knows? Cause I'm about to have two kids and I cannot forget about that. So, um, without further ado, let's just jump right into tell me a secret. I'm excited. Let's have a fun episode. Carefree. Except, you know what, let me, let me just sidebar for a second because I forgot to even mention, again, this is Wednesday. And so if you guys stayed in, to, like, in tune to my Instagram this past week, you'll know that I had my washer. My Okay, well, number one, let's start with the bad things. Maddox has just like been a turd. And then number two, my washer broke. So I had all this laundry, dude. It was like 10 p.m. I had to self-ring it out in my fucking bathtub, wringing out blankets, towels, bed stuff. Luckily, it wasn't like a huge load of laundry, but it was drenched. And it was a fucking mess in my laundry room, like water everywhere. I was even soaking wet from like having to get out the clothes. It was terrible. I almost cried. I was so frustrated. So... Wednesday today, I woke up, called a repair service, and they told me that they were going to be, could be up to the end of the month or end of February. Oh my God. Like what? No. So I called my dad because we always call our dads. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you have that go-to person that knows like everything for me, it's my dad. So I call my dad. I'm like crying. I'm like, oh my God, my laundry's still not working. He's like, okay, well like, I need a model number so I can pull up like, you know, troubleshooting or whatever. So luckily I was able to find the literal instruction manual for the laundry unit left behind by the previous owners. They had a whole stack of like every appliance possible, the instruction manual, which honestly good for them. So I pulled that out and it was like a little section. It said washer symptoms, which I thought was like so cute. I'm like, does my washer have COVID-19? <laughs> um, so washer symptoms, I looked up what error code it was giving and then it told, it kind of showed me how to uh, troubleshoot it. So I was worried I'd have to take the washer like out of the wall, you know, and like get into the back. But luckily the issue was in the front panel. So all I had to do was unscrew the front and like I was in access of it. So then I had to like pump the drain and like take all this stuff out. And there was like a fucking flosser in there. And then like this little 
sheet. Maybe what, maybe it was like a bounty sheet, you know, like a, a washer sheet of some sort, dryer sheet. And, uh, those two were literally the issue causing my washer not to like properly drain and do the spin cycle. So I popped that bitch back on girl. I went from Des to Dev in a second, Desiree to Devin. And I felt so empowered. Cause I was like, you know what? I can fucking do anything. What wants to break? I literally am walking through my house. I'm like, who wants to break next bitch? Cause I'm going to get you. Okay. So anyways, I just had to pride myself on that because I am someone who just immediately calls for help and I don't try to diagnose it myself, but I didn't and I was proud. And then the other thing I did, I actually like kind of like low key laminated my brows and tinted them this week, um, which I was shook. So next time I do it, I'm going to make a TikTok of it so like you guys can do it with me um, because I think it came out pretty good to where like I could confidently share how to do it and like you guys could do it me like how I did. Cause let me tell you, I am no wizard, but lately I have just been the at home queen girl. I don't need a nail tech. I don't need a, I don't need a girl to do my facials. I still like to support my friend Leah, but, um, I could do my own facials at home. I do my own nails at home. I now do my own brows at home. I might've already said that, but I'm just really doing everything at home. Next up waxing laser hair removal in my own house. Just kidding. Um, but anyways, okay, let's actually get into the episode. However, I just wanted to empower you women out there. We don't need men. We don't need men. All we need is each other and instruction manuals. And technically, I guess, I guess we do need men because I, I used my dad. Anyway, carry on. Okay, tell me a secret. You guys know the drill. We fuck around, we share stories, we react. So I have no idea what we're about to experience. Um, So if you're easily offended or someone who is maybe easily triggered, I'm sorry, cannot control what is about to hit us if something were to hit us. Um, Like I said, I just just have fun. Um, I just have fun here, okay? So, all right, let's see. First one up right here. All right, here we go, Des. That's literally what it starts out. Fuck, okay. My best friend and I moved across the country together. We were both huge party girls. I was a major hoe at the time, living my best life, blacking out and fucking new guys every weekend. Literally sounds like a banger, literally. I had started hooking up with this guy. We lived in the same apartment complex and began spending a lot more time together. Ooh, maybe two weeks into hooking up, he brought one of his friends and a big group of us all went downtown for the night. Per usual, I black out. And next thing I know, I'm I'm sucking his friend's dick in the parking structure downtown. I go back into my blackout. And next time I come out of it, I'm now having sex with his friend at his his apartment. Oh my God. So was this consent? consensual so weird because I was not interested in his friend at all while I was sober and didn't even look at him like that but being the hoe I was I just loved fucking new guys so somehow figured out how to escape from my guy and hook up with his friend anyways I come out of my blackout fucking his friend and get a phone call from my guy and he's freaking out wondering where I went 
I freak out and kick out his friend, hop in the shower. Good for you, honey. And hurry and get into bed and pretend like I went home early because I was too drunk. Oh my God, a mastermind. Later on, my guy gets to my apartment and is totally sketched out that me and his friend both disappeared from the bars, but I guaranteed him nothing happened and he bought it. I ran into his friend a couple weeks later at the bars and we swore we would never speak of that night again to anyone. Fast forward two years later, we settled down and moved back across the country to my home state together in our first home and now expecting our first baby. Looking back, I totally regret fucking his friend and lying about it, but I never thought at the time I would seriously settle down with him. Yet here we are happy as ever. Sincerely, a hoe turned into a housewife. That was the most beautiful story I've ever written ever or I've ever I've ever seen written ever like the the twist was at the end when you ended up saying that you guys are literally married and expecting a baby and you know what I'm sure there's plenty of women out there who have had secret sex flings in the relationship or like in the talking stage of the person they ended up marrying but never told them and I don't I don't think you have to but um literally that's crazy Oh my God. Okay. So this next one, I automatically already saw, um, a mentioning here of, um, postpartum. So if you're someone bothered by postpartum, okay. I had my son 10 months ago and I really haven't felt myself since I know pretty normal. We all have to get acquainted with the new versions of ourselves when we become mothers. My marriage has been not good since we became parents and it seems to just progressively be getting worse. The past few weeks, I've had frequent panic attacks and very intrusive thoughts about myself. After a pretty tense breakdown in front of my husband and sharing my intrusive thoughts of self-harm, I actually do feel better. I feel like I'm not carrying everything on my own anymore and I've had a chance to reflect and think about these thoughts that have been causing me so much overwhelm. That is, come out as rage towards my husband. Dr. Google says this could be harmful OCD. I'm hoping we can figure out a way to fit the cost of better help. Hashtag code Desby. You're so sweet into our budget so I can overcome this signed off. My baby boy deserves a healthy mom. Um, so again, this is just goes to show that these secrets are not always stories. Sometimes they're just needing to admit things, needing some, uh, someone to speak back in an unbiased way. You know, they're, you guys are coming to me, um, as aliases. Like, I don't know who you are. So I definitely think, you know, first off therapy is so important Um, but I think if we, if we are at a point where we cannot afford therapy yet, having a person that we can confide in and be open to is so important. And especially when it comes to your marriage, um, parts of those things that you're dealing with do need to be disclosed to your partner. Um, you know, when I was having a very hard time postpartum with, um, sexual intercourse and not wanting anything inside me because I was so, traumatized by not only what fucking came out of me, but what had to go in me before. Um, it was very hard for Wyatt to read my mind. But once I explained to him, you know, Hey, this is, this is painful for me. And I think I'm causing the pain because my mind isn't there yet. You know, yada, yada. It did help a lot because our, our, our partners, our family, they cannot read our minds. So I think the more open that you can be to whoever that confiding source is for you, maybe it's an aunt, maybe it's a sister, maybe it is a best friend, maybe it's your husband. That's what's going to also help um, as you continue to get the help that you need. Um, So I hope that you're able to, to get that. I had a dream about my husband's friend confessing his love to me and then thought about him during sex the next night. 
<laughs> I've always thought he was cute, but obviously we're both married and have never thought about him other than a friend before. Is this still cheating? Sincerely weird wet dreams. I do not think that is cheating at all. Absolutely not. And I don't think that it would even come out to a point of physical, emotional, like in-person cheating, even if it was like a text message. I, I don't think that having a weird dream of that sort and then having a little bit of a brown bag therapy the next day, I don't think that that is um, cheating. I don't think that means you're unhappy either. I think it could just be a weird fucking thought that came in your head and then it lived there for a day. Big deal. I wipe it away. No big deal. You're not going to act on it and it's fine. I don't think that anyone needs to know that either. I don't think that's something that you need to disclose to your husband, especially when you don't know how that, you know, thought got there in the first place. Um, so yeah, no big deal. In my opinion, I would love to know your guys' opinion. Oh God, I'm a terrible human for this. And the only person I've told is my husband and I can't keep a secret to save my life. So here we go. I fucking love this. Thank you guys for trusting me. I'll never know who you are, but thank you. <laughs> I'm a from, I'm from a town of 900 people. Wow. That's small. So we know everyone. When I was 16, I was driving home at night. Oh my God. Is she going to like hit someone? I cannot have legal issues on this podcast. <laughs> I have a bunch of dogs in my neighbor. Oh no, 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 no. I have a bunch of dogs in my neighborhood who normally are on there. I literally, I feel like I know where this is going to go. I, ha- I already, oh fuck. I already have trouble seeing at night. So this didn't help the situation. I was driving off the block going like 15 miles per hour in a black dog from across my house starts running next to my car barking. So I'm watching her to make sure that I don't hit her. At the same time, apparently my neighbor's little white dog was outside and I, and I just hear a thump. Oh, fuck. Oh my God. This might be the most intense secret we've ever shared. I pulled into my driveway and I looked down the road and I, oh no, I see the, li- <laughs> I see the little white dog lying in the road. She then gets up and walks slowly back into the house. I start bawling. I have no idea what to do. I went inside my room and cried myself to sleep. The next evening, my mom casually mentions that our neighbor dog died because they think she may have gotten hit by a dog. Maybe it meant bit. I mean, she was super old, but I feel like I'm going to hell like this. Now that I'm adult, I know I should never ever hit a dog, cat, pet in general, and that I need to stop help the animal and find the owner signed a blind teen who ran over a fucking dog and is taking it to her grave. (laughs) I have no fucking words. You very much might be going to hell. I'm so sorry, but I will see you there and we will be in the tropical, tropical heat together. Holy shit. That was fucked up. That was so sad. Okay. I need to take a fucking water break for that one. God, we're only three secrets in. You guys are the worst. Okay. I called off. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just thinking of the fucking title of this podcast. I ran over a dog and fucked my husband's friend. Like, I don't like, oh my God. All right. I called off my wedding two days before it was supposed to happen, but I've never told anyone the real reason why. 
Wow. Oh my God. These are fucking crazy. Two days before my upcoming wedding, I caught my fiance talking to other men on Craigslist. He was exchanging dick pics and asking if they can meet up, but making sure they knew he was a top only. When I confronted him about it, he tried to blame it on me saying, I told him he was boring. I'll never know if he actually met up with any of them, but the fact that he was trying to cheat days before the wedding was a no. I didn't want to embarrass him or out him, even though he swears he's not gay or bisexual. So I just told everyone I got cold feet and I freaked out. We had been together eight years since high school. Sincerely, the girl everyone thinks called off her wedding for no reason. That is a hard fucking story to take to the grave because you know what? I'm sure everyone talked shit about you, but you took the blame, even though really you took the pain of calling that off. That is so crazy. And I am so sorry that you had to go through that. I am, but I'm also so fucking grateful you were able to, to do that two days before the, one of the biggest days of your life. You know what I mean? So terrible blessing. You know what I'm saying? But that is, that's, that's a lifetime movie shit, but I hope that you're doing much better. All right. That's a long one. Strap up. So I recently broke up with my boyfriend of a little over three years. Shall we call him T? T and I have a house, a dog, but we've just been toxic for years and should have walked away a long time ago. To keep this long and believe me, juicy story short, T cheated on me three times. Don't ask me why I stayed. Okay, that was my next question. I tried to get past it, forgive him and move on. We were building a life. But at the time, I would drink my anger. I, when I would drink, my anger and resentment would manifest. After finding out that he made out with one of my good friends and college roommates, I completely fell out of love. I was numb. I thought maybe I don't deserve happiness for bad things I've done in my past, even though I was nothing but a perfect girlfriend to him. Something else you should know, in the last year of our relationship, we maybe had sex six times. I was considering going to a hormone specialist to see if there was something wrong because I'm not on birth control, yet my libido was trash. I'm only 25. Well, a few weeks ago, my ex reached out to me. We shall call him B. He said he was happy to see me happy, thanks to my highlight reel of social media. I tried to forget about this ex reaching out, and I tried to be content with him being happy for me, but then I got drunk and ended up calling him. I was at the same party at, as T at the time when I locked myself in the laundry room to call B. Huge balls, I know. So anyway, I called B, and at first he was concerned, didn't think I was safe, insisted, and I insisted I was. He asked why I called and I said, I don't know. He asked if I was happy and I was silent. He asked again if I needed to see him. but I, And he asked again and I said I needed to see him. Pause. Backstory on B, we dated for a year back in 16 to 17. And when we broke up, I was devastated. But we both had so much maturing and self-development to do. At our core, the connection was strong, but we were both insecure and it caused a lot of fights. Um... But he was always the ex that I couldn't think about, the, quote, one that got away, the Noah to my alley. Please get the notebook reference. Absolutely. All right, stop, pause, press play. So after getting on the phone and off the phone and rejoining the party, I felt so over T. This is the main boyfriend. 
The next day, B, the ex, texted me and we made plans to meet up at a dog park at my house, catch up, let our dogs play together. We ended up talking for two hours. And when it was time to leave, I just felt the urge. I couldn't lose him again. I said, he said, I gave him my fuck me eyes. I guess I have those, LOL. And he said he wasn't going to kiss me because I'm in a relationship. I said, I agree. It'd be a bad idea. And I'm not one to cheat. So we hugged. I fucked probably. <laughs> um, and the second we pulled back and looked at each other, there was no denying that there were feelings. And before we knew it, we were making out. <sighs> Hate to see it. I couldn't help myself. I was actually feeling something more happiness, passion, and love for the first time in over a year. Hell, probably in four years um, since I had got with B. So fast forward a few days, we're still in communication, but I'm struggling with what to do. My anxiety and my guilt took over. I lost six pounds in, in a few days, had to take off work. Hardest decision of my life so far. I ended up telling T everything. That I cheated, that I didn't love him anymore, hadn't for quite some time, that I was lying to myself to please everyone. It broke T's heart, but he broke me a long time ago. That was deep. I really don't even feel bad. B and I are basically bunnies and I've had more sex in two weeks than I've had all year. I feel so happy and beautiful when I'm with him. And I just know it was brought back. He was brought back in my life at the right time. T ended up telling me he was planning to propose October 9th. Wow. I'm like way behind on these. We haven't done an episode in a while, huh? So thank God all this happened when it did getting out of getting out of having a house and sharing custody of a dog with someone's going to be hard, but a marriage and kids would have been a million times harder. Amen. B and I are dating on the down low and I have a strong feeling he's going to be the man I marry. Can't wait to get lost in those beautiful brown eyes forever. Sincerely, the girl who thought her sex life was non-existent. That is so powerful. I'm so happy for you. And you know, we could easily say, you know, oh, yeah, you shouldn't cheat. And I don't think you should. Um, but shit, shit happens. And I don't think we can also sit here and judge. So I'm happy that you're happy. All right. After coming out of a long-term shitty relationship, I was curious about online dating, but afraid to use my picture and have my patients recognize me. Very fair. My best friend had me use her picture so I could just look through the dating app. Long story short, I connected with this guy who was in the Air Force National Guard, lived about 40 minutes away. We started messaging constantly from early morning to bedtime, and it broke the news to him that I wasn't what my picture was, and I sent him the real picture of myself. He was actually really understanding, and we continued talking nonstop. We both had come out of terrible relationships and each have one child. He asked me to go out with him one day, so we both had to take the day off work while our kids were in school. I traveled to him, my choice, met at his apartment to hang out before going to the cheapest lunch and went back to his apartment. It felt like there was a connection, but suddenly it was acting weird and kind of rushed out of his place, making an excuse he forgot he needed to stop at the grocery store. I texted him a few hours later, thanking him and asked if we could talk later. Oh, so he rushed her out. Sorry. Told him I felt like things were weird for a reason. He said, of course, and he'd call me when he was done helping his daughter with homework. I went on Instagram and noticed he had blocked me from seeing his stories. He would posted something earlier in the day and it wasn't showing anymore. Then a little while later, I was completely blocked. I screenshotted it and sent it to him asking what was going on. He says, oh my God, I really can't and blocked my phone number. I went full blown crazy bitch and called him and texted him out on multiple numbers. I wanted to know what I'd done and I felt so dumb and blindsided. I let myself be so physically sick to my stomach over this guy it was ridiculous. 
I have another fitness Instagram again, following there, following him on there so I can keep track of him and spend seeing how miserable he is. Seems to have a lot of issues that he needs to have resolved, but now I realize it was a saving grace that he ghosted me. Sincerely, the crazy bitch who got ghosted. You know, I'm not gonna lie, I was really waiting for the kicker of like, he actually had a wife and she came home. Boring. No, just kidding. Um, but uh yeah, again, everything happens for a reason, even when it doesn't feel like it. My freshman year in high school on Halloween, my best friend and I went to her boyfriend's house so we could go trick-or-treating and just hang out. This guy I really liked at the time met us there, and we all went out to go for a walk around and get some candy. We decided to go in these woods in the neighborhood because the guy I was talking to wanted to fuck. <laughs> so while my best friend was sucking her boyfriend's dick, my guy just laid right on the ground. I got on top of him. We started having sex. We smelled something like dog poop, so he couldn't finish. But we got up and realized he was laying right on top of some shit. He got mad and went home because he had dog shit on his clothes. Sincerely, God damn it. I did it again. Sincerely, don't have sex outside the dark. Fucking sincerely. Why the fuck does my mind read sincerely as sincerely? I cannot. I need to make merch that just says sincerely. Are you fucking sincerely? God, such a dumbass. So it was the first day of my class, my senior year of college, and I was about to leave leave for class and was standing at the kitchen sink washing my dishes from breakfast. Good girl. I felt the need to fart, so I just let her rip. Big mistake. All of a sudden, I felt liquid dripping down my leg and realized I had just literally shit myself in the middle of the kitchen. My roommate was still in her room, thank God, so I grabbed paper towels and some Lysol, wiped up the liquid shit off the floor, and ran to my bathroom to change. I threw my underwear in the trash and wiped off as much shit off my shorts as I could. They were black in my fave shorts, so I was not throwing them away. And tossed them in the laundry bin. I didn't have time to shower, didn't want to because I had mascara on, so I took the washcloth and body wash and wiped down my ass and my legs, changed it to another pair of black shorts, the worst part was I had a cold and stuffy nose, so I genuinely couldn't tell if I smelled like literal, <laughs> literal poop. I was so, <laughs> I was so scared to fart the entire day and had my butthole clenched for the week after that. No one said anything about me smelling like poop and my roommate still doesn't know to this day. So at least there's that sincerely, the girl who's liquid diary, who liquid diarrhea all over the kitchen. <laughs> I am so sorry. I, I will put a poll on my Instagram and see if that had ever happened to anyone else. I genuinely will. I was absolutely head over heels for my high school boyfriend. We were so wild for each other that sometimes we had to hit the brakes and pull over the car just to fuck. <gasps> Whoop. We hooked up in cars, at school, baseball fields, everywhere. Low key, I miss having that kind of sex drive. I think we can all agree that that sex drive left at the age of 19. I swear to God, I was wet as fuck until I was 20 years old. And then randomly I was like, my body grew up. Don't you miss those days? One time we were hooking up in my car in the parking lot of the high school baseball diamond. The windows were totally fogged up with steam and I'm sure it looked like we were hot boxing that bitch. We were too into it to notice that two cops were walking up until they started shining their flashlights in the car. We panicked and I jumped in the front seat ass naked and drove away. Not being able to see a single thing through those foggy ass windows. My boyfriend was naked in the in a ball behind my driver's seat holding on for deal life. Sincerely, mourning my old high school sex life. 
This has actually happened to me before. I was definitely caught having sex by the cops one time. Um, but like we got out of it in time, but like you knew what was going on. Yeah. I'll have to pull that one too. So about a month ago, my best friend got pregnant. We both just graduated from college in our elementary education degrees. And we were working to find teaching jobs in the fall. I'm at a very different place in my life. I'm a few years older than her. I'm getting married to my fiance of six years in May and personally feel ready to settle down and start a family. She, however, just started dating her long distance boyfriend in about six months ago. She is trying to move out of her parents' house and is no way, shape, or form potentially ready for a baby. After a few days of thought, she decided to terminate the pregnancy. She leaned on me and only me for support. And of course I was there for her, but the catch is I am infertile. Because of my eating disorder, I've not had a period since 2015, despite gaining weight and recovering. I want nothing more than to be a mother, and I'm very sure that this will not happen for me naturally. I sobbed for days after taking her to her appointment, and my fiance spent hours consoling me. I never once gave her the smallest inclination that I was sad, and to this day, she doesn't know how hard it was for me. Written from the heartbroken girl who just wants to be a good friend. And that, I think that you are. Um... You know, at the end of the day, us women, we have, we have autonomy over our body in most states. Jesus, that's even sad. I have to say that. And I think it's so important that you get applauded for realizing that she, she still had 100% opportunity to make that choice for herself and you did not shame her for it. It might have hurt you because of, of your circumstances that she obviously did not know, but that does not mean that you were not going to support her knowing her situation and, and knowing that that was not right for her and that that was her body and that was her choice. So I do want to applaud that uh, to you because you could have easily been bitter in the way of then judging her and shaming her and not allowing her to do what she needed to do to live her best life. Um, but instead you withheld that and you were still there for her. Um, I I do, I do wish that you could have had that outlet to like, you know, give her that to, to be consoled yourself, but I'm, I'm glad to hear that your fiance was there for you. And, um, I'll be sending you vibes of whatever your future looks like and whatever way you become a mother, um, you'd be a great one. All right. Last few, let's do two more. As two dumb bitches in California for spring break, my friend Jay and I went to the beach Jay is outgoing, flirted with a surfer dude, and got us both free dinner at a fancy local restaurant. Go, Jay. I was mostly along for the ride, but down for free food. Of course, he invited us back to his hotel room. I thought it was dumb, but Jay was Jay wanted the surfer dude, and I still couldn't believe we went. Honestly, could have been a trafficking setup. Friends don't let friends die alone, so we hatched a plan. We asked the front desk to call his room in five minutes and come up if there was no answer. We brought knives, pepper spray, and our sexiest bikini for the hot tub on the balcony. <laughs> when the door opened, Jay stormed through and damn near tore the shower curtain down, checking the bathroom. I immediately followed her lead, checking the closet under the bed, the balcony. We fucking cleared that room like a well-trained SWAT team. Surfer dude stuck in sh- stood in shock, confusion, and awe. The phone, room, the phone rang. We told the front, se- front desk all was well. Surfer dude didn't seem to mind us storming in because Jay got some action in the hot tub um, with the surfer guy on the balcony and I gave them space, a.k.a. ate his expensive hotel snacks and wine in the living room in my bikini. Dumb as fuck, but nobody died or got an STD. Don't worry, she helped me hook up with my crush when we got back home um, to Montana. Sincerely, the friend who doesn't let friends do dumb shit alone. 
accurate. Um, and I also love that you did that little plan. That is such a good idea for any other women um, looking to meet up at hotels or, or places like that. Tell the front desk. You know what I'm saying? That's so important. Love that for you. Okay, last one. Sup, Hoets. Let's dive in. Yeah, Maddox is like, bitch, shut up. All right, last one. Let's dive in. About six years ago, I found myself in a year-long affair with my best friend's uncle. Think maid of honor best friend in old man uncle. Oh my God. I'll share my funniest story of old man sex. It was Valentine's Day and he owned a business. So we had an air mattress, LOLs, and a romantic scene all set up inside of it. When it came time to do the deed on this old ass motherfucker, he couldn't get hard. I'm like, oh baby, it's all right, old ass. And suddenly he disappears for like five minutes. He comes up, he comes up with his ball, balls tied with a shoelace. He said the pressure helps him get hard. So sure enough, we fucked with shoelace balls, jiggle jangling. Needless to say, the affair ended, got caught, yikes. I'm no longer besties with his niece and he goes on like it never happened, but I always know what it takes for him to get hard. A fresh pair of Nike laces. <laughs> sincerely ass down laces up that's the way we like to fuck what an iconic story to fucking end on uncle fuckers hotel surfer fuckers husband friend fuckers you guys are crazy um but also thank you guys too for sharing those intimate stories um in between those are always a nice little break from the the sex drama we typically have on these. So I hope you guys love this episode. That was super fun. Uh, A lot of great secrets. If you guys have not told me a secret yet, I highly suggest you do it. And again, goes to show, it doesn't matter what it is. We just like to have fun. I like to react to them. I like to hear what your guys' dumbasses are doing. Um, And until next time, that is tell me a secret. Um, let me know if you guys have any requests, make sure that again, you follow me on Instagram at brunch with Desby. So we can do some polls on all of these questions. Um, and we'll go from there. I love you guys. And also whoever hit the dog, you are going to hell. See you guys next Sunday. We'll chat soon.